If you've ever prayed for a partner like Derek Jackson, this podcast ain't for you. If you've never experienced a Mandela effect, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this podcast ain't for you. Hi, guys. Uh, remember <laughs> us? <laughs> yeah, there's been a while, man. Uh, we will get down to, to that in a second. But before we do that, welcome to You Mad. It's a meme, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. And it's your boy, Chuck. And Jordan. Yeah, typically it's, it's the week. This has been months. Uh, <laughs> We're going to cover the, a few months uh, in this episode. Consider this the, uh, the the getting to know each other again phase. Uh, we're, we're back talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we took a break. We ghosted for like a second. Yeah. And then with no explanation, we're just back. Hey, big head. And you know, you missed us. So just accept it for what it is. Yeah, we're we're your favorite toxic podcast. This is the the best way to put it. By we, far, we we we're in your life. We got your life. We and we we back. <laughs> we back giving giving you exactly what you need. You mad? Uh, you not mad? There, there, <laughs> you, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Uh, there there was a, a big reason why uh, we we didn't record for a while. I think our last episode was. Uh, January 12th uh, at that time, uh, I was traveling back and forth from uh, New Braunfels, that's uh, where my wife was working. So me and my kid, you know, we picked up and we moved down there to support her so she could still be around her family as well as, you know, get be where the money reside, basically. Uh, of course, COVID was running rampant. And during all of that, uh, my family, my entire family ended up with COVID, uh, from my brothers to my aunt to my mom. My grandma got COVID, who just turned, I think, 78, 77 uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, all of them made it out successfully, but uh, my stepfather, who who ended up with COVID as well, uh, he passed away. Uh, he, he entered the hospital, I believe, January 25th uh, or 23rd. Uh, in, in the 20s, somewhere around there, and he passed away February 5th. Uh, it was, it was, he fought hard. Was a, he's a stubborn, or was a stubborn motherfucker, so uh, he, he didn't go out without a fight. Uh, and of course, the, the ramifications of us losing someone who who was big in, in our lives, uh, you know, has definitely shaken up our, our family uh, a lot. So, uh, through all of that, um, of course, I was battling my own demons with him passing. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that you know I didn't get to say, didn't get to do with him, uh, which which fucking sucks. So uh, after after that, like I just didn't have the energy like to record. Like I I didn't want to really talk. I really didn't want to do anything but to be, you know, support for my family at that time uh, after the weeks went by. And me and Jordan were talking about getting back, getting back to the normal of recording. Then it became the task of being a parent on top of, you know, wanting to do the extracurricular since Khadija is, you know, working a lot. So I didn't have time 
to record because I was taking care of Charlie. And sis ain't going to be quiet for an hour and 45 minutes while we prep and record and, and then doing posts. So uh, we, we had to take some time. So Jordan was hitting me up every week trying to set up a date. And I'd be on some can't or we were missing each other by a day or so. So we're, we're back now, man. I, my mom is, is, you know, watching Charlie for the, for the time being, we, we be doing shifts. Uh, so this our week. So she got, she got maybe sis and, uh, Diva is cutting it towards the tail end of her, uh, time down there. So she should be home in a few weeks. So, Things should get back to normal. I really, really need things to get back to normal. So, uh, yeah, that that has been the reason. So don't don't sit here and just think we've been a hundred percent lazy. Uh, COVID fucked up my life, bro. Oh, yeah. It's time for this season to just pass on by. I feel like we've pulled all the lessons we can pull from it. Something yeah. gotta give. Yeah, man, it. I'm, I'm getting real tired of it. And uh, in the meantime, I did get the vaccine because uh, I was figuring when we first found out my stepdad had COVID and he had to go to the hospital, like, I need to go ahead and just register to get the vaccine because I know once he gets better, this motherfucker ain't going to be around nobody unless they have their card stamped. Excuse me. So I went ahead and, and uh, registered to get it. Uh, I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, I didn't get any magical powers like I thought I was going to get. I really thought I was going to be an Avenger, uh, but I have turned right a couple times when I didn't expect for me to turn right since hmm. I got my second one. But explain that more. <laughs> I was just being funny and it didn't land. I was saying because I got my microchip and the government made me do things that I didn't want to do. Oh, and like you wanted to turn left, but you went right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I end up places I didn't expect. And don't know why. Oh, okay. Chip, Me too. Chip malfunctioning. Yeah, man. I mean, if they, the, the thing that makes the most sense with all of this COVID, when people are saying they're trying to get us, they're trying to manipulate us, we all have cell phones. We all have devices. If they wanted to get us, they have a hundred other ways to get us. <laughs> they got you already. We eat, we eat they fast food. The we all go to Walmart and Target. Uh, bruh, if they want you, they could get you this vaccine ain't going to be the only way. So get, get the vaccine. Uh, also, you know, enjoy your family. Uh, if you do have any kind of things you want to tell someone in your family, tell them now. Uh, what, one of my biggest regrets for the rest of my life is going to be not having a conversation with him like I wanted to. Uh, we, we always alluded to have an understanding about certain stuff, but I, I wish I could have of like close that chapter uh, of my life before, you know, he he moved on. So, so that's my advice. And I think that's all I have to say about that is, you know, don't take anyone for granted and vice versa. And COVID is real yeah. in these streets. Very. If somebody says this shit ain't real in my face, I'm liable to slap them. Because ain't no other way this motherfucker could have died. There's no way. He he survived everything. Long live Huff. Yeah, man. Uh so yeah, did we in in other news, you know, uh a little bit more housekeeping. My kid is 
is a, still a baby terrorist. Uh, she has advanced and involved, evolved to eating real food now. So she's a real food eating terrorist. Uh, she's graduated. So, you know, yay for baby. Baby's out here. She still hasn't walked yet, but uh, I'm, I'm enjoying all the milestones. And shit go hard. Parent cool and shit. It's coming, too. She's pulling up yeah. on everything. Yeah, baby, baby sisters. She knows what she's doing. Let's get it. All right, man. So, uh, do we do we want to discuss these memes, this shit? Because a lot of shit has passed. We we're gonna try to hit on some of the the shit of old, just just to get it off our chest. But there's other shit going on right now that that is insane. Uh, so so, what do you want to discuss first? What's going on right now? Uh, you are obsessed with Lil Nas. Oh. <laughs> I Just am absolutely <laughs> obsessed with a gay popular rap rapper. Like you don't know what to do with yourself with a mainstream gay rapper. It's probably other gay rappers, but there's nobody else open. So let's okay. discuss Lil Nas. Okay, let's talk about Lil Nas X. So if you haven't living under a rock, I don't know how many times we say that phrase, but I'm gonna say it again today. He released a song with a video with it called Montero, which is his real name. And in parentheses, it's called Call Me By Your Name. And in the song, honestly, I haven't even analyzed the song. I've just listened to it drunkenly like four or five times and then seen some of what he's been tweeting. So I really may mess this up on as far as what the song means. But there are several like um, lyrics in the song that basically just allude to the fact that like I'm gay as fuck. And um, if you're gay as fuck too, at least for tonight, hit me up and we can do some gay shit. <laughs> Basically is what the song is saying. And then all of the artwork and the imagery. So the album artwork is a play off of, um, Lord have mercy. I can't think of the name of it, but where God and man's hands are about to touch. It's mm-hmm. a play of that, but with him. And then in the video, he has hella lace fronts on and he's dancing and twerking for Satan himself. <laughs> and that's how it goes. Now, naturally, mainstream, everybody, particularly conservative and then really not even conservative because this shit is pushed beyond that. Hip hop, everybody has an opinion, has been up in arms about him giving Satan a lap dance, like losing their shit. And to that, I have multiple qualms. First of all, we don't even have to get into the conversation of the toxic toxic masculinity that exists in men in general, but among black men, the way that people talk to Lil Nas X is fucking crazy and insane and makes no sense. And one of his biggest points was, how are you going to sit here and think that I give a damn about what Christianity means when I am alive in spite of what Christians were telling me growing up? Like, basically, I thought that because of who I was as a person, I should just kill myself because my essence is evil and... I spent multiple years of my youth thinking that way. And it took a lot of deprogramming on my own outside of all of that bullshit for me to figure out that I have worth and I'm allowed to exist. So there is that. Then also what irritates the hell out of me is that most Christians don't understand that the image you have of Satan doesn't even exist in the Bible. It's an arts and crafts project started in the, well, it goes back to medieval artwork, but it was really ramped up 
in like the mid 20th century of just some people making some artwork to for fun and then conservatives took it use it as propaganda against everything anti-christian to then push a bigger christian message to overtake everything and make everything about christianity and the fact that it blows people's minds that not everyone follows christ and that doesn't necessarily make them a bad person it's just a big mumbo jumbo of bullshit but the image that you have of satan with the horns bright red in the flames yada 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 that shit is some western made up bullshit you can look it up if you want to i don't i don't got time to sit here and give you the references the only thing there's two references to actual satan in the bible and only one of them really talks about the fact that he might reside in hell but it doesn't even say that he lives in hell or that he's the king of hell or anything like that that's some (laughs) stuff from satanism that then christians were so threatened by they then took and use for propaganda to scare the shit out of people and it's working basically and you're falling for it basically is what i'm trying to get at but i just it just kills me that people get so worked up over an artist doing some bullshit that ain't got nothing to do with you and if you don't like it because a lot of people are like what about the kids so many kids were listening to old town road and use him as a role model and, and he had to tell them like most people have to tell them i never set out to be nobody's role model i'm literally talking about drugs in uh old town road and y'all let your kids listen to it. They didn't have nothing to do with me. That's never been my thing. That's never been my image. Like, I'm a 20-year-old. I don't know how old he is. 21? You can say 20. Um, Living my best gay life. <laughs> doing what I want to do. And if that's not what you want for your kids, maybe you should look at your, what your kids are consuming better. Kind of like Cardi B. Like, my kid don't even listen to my music. If your kid is listening to, to my music, look at your parenting. Don't look at me. That's not what my yeah. art is for. Who, I, I wonder would they give a fuck or would this even be a topic of discussion if he made Lucifer a woman? If he sexualized her, made her a, a cute little whoever, made Megan the Stallion the devil in some kind of artistic style and he's twerking for a woman or the devil's twerking for him. Would anybody give a fuck then? That's a I thought. Think people, people are always pressed and it always confuses me about uh you know gay anything gay being put on mainstream and this is the reality to the point fam we we are so progressive now and we are learning from our past as humans you're this there's no escaping this now it is what it is you're going to see men kiss men you most men like when women kiss women like it's cool when it's something that you're like okay with, but once when it's something that you don't or you know you're homophobic or whatever, that's when it's an issue. Get used to it. Number one, you can just change the channel. You don't have to watch the music video if you're that pressed about And who the fuck is this? watching music videos these days? Who's exactly. the last time you saw a music video without someone saying, Hey, you should see this music video and going and yeah. looking for it? Exactly. You you should people we just listen to songs like fuck music videos like <laughs> it is what it is but he took his time he wanted to you know show his art in that in that way and good for him and people are going to listen to it and people are going to watch it you don't have to and if you don't agree with it oh the fuck well he he's still going to entertain the masses he he is a pop you know i wouldn't say star but he is you know up and coming and he he's had more hits than misses 
Uh, this is a hit, whether you like it or not, polarizing or not. The song is going to be on the charts, man. It's a lot of gay people. This is the, now it, on, and now it's <laughs> yeah, and now it's definitely on the charts. Yeah, <laughs> and, now and it's absolutely on the charts, and now all of is is doing nothing but fueling the absolutely. Silence mm-hmm. is the best way to get rid of something you don't like. Because when you go to your timeline, when you take the time out of your day, if you're so pressed that you have to write about it, then that's going to spark the curiosity of others. And then that's just going to continue to revolve. So if you're tweeting, fuck Lil Nas X, how can you do this? How can you uh, mess up my children? Now their minds are warped and they think it's okay to dance for the devil which we all do in some shape or form if you want to get, you know, technical about it. If theoretically we're all doing you some better speak. sinning, we're all dancing for the devil in some shape, form, or facet. It just so happened on Nas wanted to put it into visualization. But uh, the, everything is happening, bruh. Just, if you don't like it, just shut the fuck up and move on about your day. <laughs> don't, don't spark yeah, everybody it's- else's curiosity. It just absolutely, it doesn't blow my mind anymore. It just kills me that you really sit here and think that this this is the moral high ground. Like, this is where you decide to speak out, too. A lot of people that have something to say about this don't speak up in a lot of other issues that it just, it doesn't compute. And then, on top of that, Lil Nas X is not going to see your comments and not going to give a fuck. But you know who no, is? No, 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 no. He does. Lil Nas X got well, time on the internet. He does. But, okay, fine, that's cool, whatever. But my point is, it's not going to impact Lil Nas X. If nothing else, is going to entertain him. That's kind of part of the reason why he's doing something this, like, he knows what he's doing. Like, he's a 20-year-old seeking attention. Like, that's what the fuck you do in your young adulthood is you test the boundaries and whatever. And especially if you're an artist with millions of dollars at your exposure to do whatever the fuck comes to your head, it's going to get crazy. But my, my point being is, your words are not going to affect him as far as like being like the toxic shit that's coming out of your mouth and the vitriol that you're spewing. It's not going to affect his day and it's not going to change his career path. What it is going to do is affect your closeted nephew who doesn't know who to turn to and thought you might've been the one. What it is going to affect is your daughter who's questioning and maybe wanting to experiment and now will always be terrified and will um suppress that side of themselves like you're not i don't think people understand the weight of their words and there's it's so accessible now to just get your opinion out there that there's no thought process behind the opinion like even i'm guilty of that like i was just throw some words out there sometimes and but i go back and delete that shit (laughs) i'll be like you know what no one gives a fuck about that let me just go ahead and delete that take that down change the privacy of it but to be that careless with such violence and like nastiness I just really think people should really sit back and think about what the fuck you're saying because it it does not affect him he don't give a shit it's affecting the ones that actually mean something to you and then when they end up having to having suicidal thoughts and you're like how the fuck could this possibly be a thing maybe it might possibly have something to do with the people that they care about saying stuff like this in things that relate to them and just something to think about food for thought Lil Nas X gives such less of a fuck and is one of the he he's Takashi six nine, but smarter. He he takes he trolls and he does things to move 
the the pin to where he wants it. So he this rollout was genius. I don't give a fuck if you agree with the the quote Satan worship or whatever the fuck in the music video. You put the music video out, you know it's gonna be polarizing. Right when you put the music video out, you come out with a thousand pairs of shoes with nothing but Satan symbolism all over the shoes. You sell them for a thousand dollars. No, knowing whether it it booms or not is gonna move the internet all over. You know you're gonna sell a thousand shoes. They what is sold out within minutes. Pairs? I yeah, six hundred sixty-six. Yeah, even <laughs> even the amount of shoes was Satan symbolism, and you know that which is also made up. What six six six? The marker beast. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was I seen a TikTok where a guy was explaining that uh, the mark of the beast was is a man-made theory. Yeah, and they were talking about uh, government in in the Bible. They're talking about the mark of the beast. If you you sign with government instead of re- religion or Christianity at the time, then you were marked, and you wasn't a, a true Christian. Uh, I, I'm paraphrasing this fuck, but you know you you get the general idea. Anyway, so the shoes, you, you do 666 pairs, you sell them for a certain price, you know the hype beasts are going to buy them just off the sheer resale value alone, because I was thinking about doing it too. Why not try to get these shoes? It's <laughs> fucking genius. And then on top of that, you, you do them on Air Maxes. You know you're big enough that this, you marking up some shoes and reselling them is going to get on Nike's band, uh, uh, Nike's wavelength. So now Nike has to respond to the shit that you did on shoes, which is making everybody else look and say, what the fuck is going on? And what's even genius, because I uh, I follow a guy that makes shoes, a black uh business, uh, and he was explaining the lawsuit, Little Nas isn't getting sued. The people who made the shoes are getting sued, and you can't sell, mm-hmm. or you can't sue somebody for taking a product and reselling them and marking them up, just, or putting marks on them. Just because they're Nike and you mark on them and you resell them, Nike can't sue just because it, it's Satan shit. So Nike's going to lose a lawsuit unless they just get in a legalization. Uh, uh, what's the, the term when you just keep going back and forth with money? Um, <laughs> I can't think of it either. With, with lawyers and shit, when, if they keep going back and forth with money, Nike may win. If I release this audio, uh, the actual video, you'll be able to see my hands doing back and forth. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, it, this everything he did was was perfect for for right now. He he won. And might I also add, if you are scared of something that a man is doing, now you are fearing that man instead of fearing God. Not to get too theological on this motherfucker, but <laughs> this feels a little idly, in my opinion, for you to be so obsessed and so fearful of something man-made both the imagery and the ideals of satanism and then for this artist to then use that same imagery and now you're scared of the artist are you that influenced are you that easily influenced that that is going to change your life forever that's going to change your child's life forever get out of here relax (laughs) this man doesn't like (laughs) it just kills me now and then not to mention on top of all of that the song is a fucking bop. I don't know if y'all listened to the song, <laughs> but I messed with the song. On a typical, what we've 
kind of, I mean, he doesn't have too much music out, but from what we have come to expect from Lil Nas X, like a vibey, like ride in the car, feeling yourself song, that song is lit. And there's feeling some, yourself, <laughs> get it. <laughs> and there's some one liners <laughs> in it that I love, and I was listening to it drunkenly, just texting Charles, <laughs> like. Hey, man. This man said, if it ain't no Eve in your garden, you can call me. <laughs> like, I was really, like, losing my mind over the lyrics when I was finally listening to it. But I haven't, like, fully just gone through it. But I was absolutely just sitting. <laughs> oh, he said, he said uh, he's a sign of the times every time that he speaks. What? I was losing <laughs> my shit. I was typing this shit in all caps <laughs> on my way home one night. Just drunk <laughs> and excited. <laughs> Hey man, he 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 did it. Uh, we, we're going to give him a round of applause for uh, winning the internet. Uh, we yeah. should do awards every week. Lil Nas gets it if he did. Uh, I I kind of want to touch on. I, I need to do some more research. I, I want to come come through with a TED talk one week on uh, the Mandela effect and mm-hmm. alternate universe theory that TikTok has been putting me on, and I'm kind of scared, fam. To be to be a thousand. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You remember Scary Movie with uh, yes, uh, yeah. What what's the name? One of the Wayans, uh, uh, Sean Marlon, Marlon Wayans, right? And he's he's under. <laughs> did you ever see the movie? I yeah. I mean, I've seen the movie when I was like eight. Okay, well, it's it's one scene in the movie, and he he's laying under the cover. And he says, I see. And what was the rest of it? He's uh, recreating the scene from Sixth Sense. I thought it was, I see white people. I did too. And that's what everybody else thinks. <laughs> that is not what he said. What did he say? He said, I see dead people. He did a carbon copy of the actual movie. That is one example of millions of examples of the Mandela effect. If you don't know what it is, it's uh, thinking basically like recreating history uh, over time. Like we we have this one idea of something like Sinbad was in uh, a genie movie is another like uh, popular Mandela effect that people swear up and down that happened in history, but it actually didn't. Everybody having a collective memory that doesn't actually exist. There we go. That is a perfect definition. I appreciate that. Um, and it has uh, to do with Nelson Mandela. Um, there's one memory of him. Hold on. Somewhat to do with him in jail, right? Yeah, like everybody thought. Hold on. Continue what you were saying. And we can hear you on that vape. I don't know if you're sitting here trying to mute, but we can hear it. How the fuck can you hear me? I can absolutely hear it. It's not muting at all. God damn it. I'll, I'll fix it in, in post. Okay. Uh, so yeah, with, with the Mandela effect, it it's that rolls into the alternate universe. Uh, anytime I'm on TikTok, somehow, someway, I get in these rabbit holes or uh, if I watch a video long enough, TikTok, then the algorithm just says, oh, you must like this stuff. So I'm on like thick Thick white bitch TikTok because that's always funny to but fun for me to see thick women, of course. Uh golf talk, you know, I love golf. Uh so watching people play golf is, is my thing. Uh and this alternate universe thing 
is where people are going through life events and then swearing after the the traumatic experience, whether it's a car crash, whether it's them almost drowning, whether whatever the case may be, uh, after that event, they're not the same. Life doesn't feel the same. They don't feel right in their body. They feel like they're not a part of this world. Uh, and they feel like, you know, they've just been placed here on, you know, here. Now that could be, you know, a little PTSD, whatever, or that could be, we're, we're all a part of a simulation of some shit. And, you know, if you fuck up, fuck up your own algorithm. If you fuck up the mathematics, if you, you know, unlock a matrix for a few seconds, everything else looks different. And it, it, it kind of, it, it's interesting to think about. What if? What if, fam? So two things, two things. Number one is name the Mandela effect because it was brought up by this person who pointed out that a lot of people believe that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s and he didn't die until like 2013. And I don't know if that doesn't ring true for me. And I don't know if it's because of that or because I'm a Trevor Noah fan and I've listened to him talk about speaking with Nelson Mandela. So like I know that he didn't die in the 80s. Maybe if when she came up with this theory, I would have felt differently. But I've seen Trevor Noah do his Nelson Mandela impression like 80 times. Um, Number two, being that (laughs) this is like relevant, but not relevant. I sent you a TikTok that you didn't respond to. And I thought it was so actually it wasn't even a TikTok. It was just a video that I thought was so fucking funny. And I was over here laughing by myself. And I was like, I don't know if anyone else would get this humor, but I'm gonna send it to Charles and see what he does. And you just didn't respond. And I was like, all right, I'll just be weird by myself. But it was about this uh, YouTuber, TikToker. She's originally a Vine star who was talking about the fact that she has a silicone dildo, the suction type that like sticks to the wall. And she had stuck it to her bathroom um, wall and then got in it to take a bath. And this may all be fake, but the concept was so funny. Um, Got in the bath, lit some candles and didn't notice that the candle was sitting underneath the dildo. And so it melted. And so the actual like shaft part of it fell off and hit her in the back of the neck and it was like hot and it burned her neck. And then (laughs) there was just this multiple things that happened after that, that was really funny that she put on her thing. And one of the things she said at the end of the video was, I really pray that whoever is running the simulation didn't just watch me do all of that because I am so embarrassed for whoever is watching me. And that was really had me cracking the fuck up. I I didn't listen to it. I just watched it and it was a bunch of weird shit going on. I was like, whatever the fuck this is, I and and went on about, I don't know what I was doing that day. Uh, But yeah, I'm I'm here for, I'm really not big into conspiracy theories. I have my, you know, uh, a few of them that I hold true to myself and and I'm a stone cold believer in. This is is one of those ones. I'm here for the uh, alternate universe theory and i'm definitely here for the mandela effect i do feel like we are all living in our own realities in some shape form or facets and you know we we have group think and i think if if the masses think one way that shit just becomes true uh i.e you know the scary movie yeah. thing we, we all thought one thing maybe they changed it maybe we every where the universe just shifts a little bit because maybe in our original universe in the fucking early 2000s, he said, I seen white people. But once when it shifted, you know, whatever. The, in that universe, they said, I see dead people. I don't know. 
Think about it. It could happen. Yeah, I think it's more just a flaw of human brains than it is a flaw of the thread of the universal fabric. <laughs> but that's cool. I think that it's been proven multiple times that the human memory cannot always be relied upon, especially in a group situation, especially once one person says one thing. So the Mandela effect doesn't really hold true to me. There's one, the Berenstein Bears one does kind of fuck me up. And Mm -hmm. the Shazam one really does fuck me up. But at the same time, like, I also thought, I don't know, um, there, those aren't the only things that I thought was incorrect. Like, I feel like there is more than likely an explanation for why <laughs> we all just ended up at the same conclusions. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do more research on this. I'll, I'll get back to you guys. Uh, may come back, like I say, with the TED talk. Just when we pure, pure conspiracy theories with the uh, X Files going oh, in the background. You're gonna get hella youtube links since you because this shit has been around for a minute now i'm not a big fan of the youtube watching because that that's just bullshit past a minute and a half the content doesn't make sense anymore yeah (laughs) let me tell you how birds are just a part Uh, of the greater scheme that's one of my favorite things to talk about the fact that birds are fake i love the concept of birds being fake that shit i go off for that Because sometimes birds just do the weirdest fucking shit. And so it just really entertains the hell out of me. And we had one bird at the store that I'm pretty sure was just hella dehydrated and was about to die. And it just shut down right in front of our door. And I probably went off about that for 45 minutes on my Snapchat, just talking about how this bird had malfunctioned and had absolutely just wound down and shut down right there in front of the store. And it was that that concept entertains the hell out of me forever and ever. Yeah. Okay, let's Let's talk about Derek Jackson. I'm not okay, as we're like two weeks past this, so I'm not as hyped up about it as I was. If we would have talked about this a week ago, I would have just went insane. Um, if you don't know, Derek Jackson is, I guess, was he's an influencer. Sure, in like his content is about like relationships, both with partners and with God. And, um, you know, communication and what it takes to be successful in a relationship, yada, yada, yada. Well, turns out Mr. Relationship himself was cheating on his wife, bringing people into his marital bed and got somebody pregnant? Question mark. I never, I saw that in a tweet, but I didn't know if that was ever substantiated with facts. She said she was pregnant. Uh, I don't think she's pregnant anymore. So several things happened from this. So all these rumors came out. He decided to address it with a Facebook video because that's where his platform is. So he gets on there with his wife and the visual plus what he was saying had a lot of people like up in arms, which they then followed up with right after the video was posted a live that didn't help. But so in the first video, it's him sitting on a couch and we're posting a picture of this because if you saw a couple sitting on a couch, the man in like a red long sleeve shirt the woman with glasses and a black, what is now confirmed as a hat. It was not a bonnet. It was a knitted cap <laughs> um, looking like straight face. That's what we're referencing. So in the video, he's basically just explaining himself and owning up to, and I say that in quotes, um, his mistakes and what they've done to fix it and how they're coming back all to culminate in him 
kind of sort of apologizing and then promoting a book about his experience and how this whole thing turned into a book that he's going to sell. And she doesn't really speak throughout the whole video and she's just holding his hand and she does look like she was like forced to be part of that video. So there were a lot of comments where everybody was like, girl, if you want out, just say so. And so then they went live because the wife felt the need to explain her side and explain like, if I want, I, I was gone at one point, but I'm back now. Like I have a voice. I just didn't feel like it was my place to speak in this video. Like this was his video, whatever. Then the next day, there was a couple of times where Derek spoke in third person, where I was cringing on top of everything. And I couldn't watch this video through and through. I just like skipped through a couple pieces, read some comments. That was the most I could do. But the next day, this asshole goes on Facebook and records, he might put it on YouTube too, a reaction video, because that's something that he does, to his own fucking video. And I saw other people talking about it. I was watching it and I was like, not to be like a millennial who watches too much TikTok, it's the third person for me. He spoke about himself in third person, reacting to a video that he recorded for and like had like a five minute reaction for re-explaining his behavior in the video. It's the weirdest shit I ever saw in my life. And the fact that this man still thinks that he can sit here and tell people how to act in a relationship just absolutely kills me. And is he not to diagnose anybody, but he sure does seem like the actual like prototype of a narcissist. And I do feel bad for his wife. I do. I don't care what that makes you think <laughs> like, cause that shit is out of control. And then I don't know, hopefully it works out for him in the future, but I just don't feel like this is the last of him doing this. Cause I've never seen someone more obsessed with themselves in my life. And it uh, was gross. My, my thing is this, I, I've seen all this Derek Jackson shit. Uh, and I knew Derek Jackson was full of shit when he first started coming out and those videos were circling, circling around and he, he, he didn't never see, you know, any other side. Like he, he made himself out to be too perfect. And anytime in any situation where someone uplifts themselves to that standard and doesn't make themselves human, where we all make mistakes and we all make errors, and you sit there and look down on other people constantly. It was never, you know, uplifting. He was always just talking about how the next nigga should be doing X, Y, and Z for his wife. And if you're not doing this, <laughs> then what the fuck are you doing? I knew, and other real niggas knew, especially ones who who had the <laughs> who've done the things that I've done in my fucking life. I, I could see it a mile away. Like I, I know the telltale signs. Uh, so I was like, he's full of shit. So when this came out, finally, yeah. you know, because uh, what I'm, I've learned is, uh, you know, the the dark always comes to the fucking light. Doesn't fucking matter. It happens. So, bruh, uh, I wasn't surprised. Uh, I just looked at it like, you know, you, you got what was coming to you. It, it's stupid. But my thing is, okay, if he, he made his mark on the internet and his claim to fame is doing what he, he did. He had to do the video. He had to keep the same energy. 
Now, maybe should his wife been a part of it? No. That, that was a little bit obsessive. Like, you know, you did the dirt, lay in it, don't, don't bring her into it. We didn't know who the fuck his wife was type shit, but it, at the end of the day, you know, you, you, he still has to save face. You still got to do the videos. And if you do reaction videos of fuckery, react to your own fuckery. Now, I think the everybody needs to get on his ass. You you need the Internet need to cancel you out. I don't I don't think you shake back from this, especially just like uh, LeBron being a freak you, athlete. And we for damn sure don't sell a book over it. Yeah. Yeah. You need to you need to move, get out the paint. Uh, try try to do some reality TV or something, but uh, fam, this this ain't it. You're you're cooked in this category. You can't shake back from this, especially when you you yourself uh, ended marriages, ended relationships, uh, set a standard for certain women, uh, and you the standard you set wasn't even upheld yourself. Like how could you? That's why That's I, I try not to. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that kills me is he supports so much pick me energy and he makes all these people feel like the, the shit that they believe is actually like attainable as far as like should be your goals kind of a thing. And then he just supports like bashing other people for the way they live their lives. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. Anytime anyone just uses their time and energy to not only discuss other people's relationship, but then look down upon their mistakes. Like, how fucking could you? And, like, you don't have a dick involved. And you don't know what it takes to, like, we've all been there, fam. Don't sit here and act holier than thou. Because you're not Jesus. And so they're, <laughs> nigga, even Jesus got crucified, my nigga. You're going to get your, you're going to get your work. Especially if you if you put that energy out there. So you you put it out there, you get it, and I hope he gets it back tenfold. And then on top of all of that, the conversations that were then happening afterwards fucking killed me because like one of the things that was really happening was a lot of pick me's doing the type of shit where they're like, I I get it, what he did was bad, but first of all, that's your sentence, you're already canceled, don't care, your opinion is invalid. What they were saying was um, cause a lot of people were saying that what she had on the video was a bonnet. She had on glasses and just like, looked, I don't know, average. I don't know what they were trying to insinuate, but they were like, as if being homely or natural or not wanting to be dolled up for the camera, which she may not have intended on even recording that day. And either way, that may be what she looks like. And that's what she likes. She's beautiful. Like that's how she wants to present herself. But they were trying to say, look at the people he cheated on her with there is some sort of um, reason that like you, once you catch someone, you can't just let that shit happen. You got to be able to keep them. You got to keep stuff up. Like you got to keep yourself up. This is why I say you can't just let yourself go. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, y'all sound fucking stupid. For one, all y'all sit on the internet all day long and say that people looking like the women he cheated on her with are not wife material. Y'all sit up here all day long and say bitches that wear makeup and are scantily clad and spend money on hair and nails are not wife material. But then once they are a wife, that's the expectation because if you're natural 
and don't do a lot of makeup or wear what's comfortable or even she dresses modestly because she is a woman of God, it's not enough to keep a man, which is it? like you, this is how you have to be to, to get him. But then this is how you have to be to keep him. Y'all don't make sense. That's the point. Y'all don't make fucking sense. Theology. The man gonna fall in love with what a man falls in love with, period. And a man gonna be, gonna be where he wants to be, period. I'm gonna keep it above. That's all I gotta say about uh, about this particular topic. When a man cheats, nine point nine times out of ten, it is not the fucking woman's fault. It is the man and whatever situation he got going in, whatever you know immaturities or imperfections he has, he is then reflecting that out and and doing an act that he does not have any business doing. Or he should keep it a book and let his wife or significant other know, and then they can take it from there. Uh, so anytime I see, and it's always women that do this. Men men always take a step back, and it's always women going back and forth about this, like what she should do or shouldn't do. No, uh, how this is. It was men having very many opinions, and it's men that be online all the time telling people you need to take that makeup off, which kills me because I'm like, you don't like it? natural they, beauties. <laughs> y'all like a more natural look maybe but y'all what y'all are attracted to what everybody is attracted to is some like heightened version of whatever you find to be beautiful and it's the it it's all of them <laughs> it's anyone who thinks that like you said this could in any way be his wife's fault and it's a mentality that is bullshit <laughs> what what does that have to do with the cheating part that's what I'm saying. But that was the conversation that was being had. Was that she, there was something she was lacking. And yes, he should have come to her, but maybe she should reflect on what it is that she wasn't giving him, that these women are. Was the conversation that was happening, which is what I was saying. Is 100% of the time when the person she's there and cheat, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Man, I think, look, I'm, I'm over. I'm over this, man. And then the fact that y'all see what this woman is going through and y'all claim that y'all are so hurt for her and then y'all just going to continue to put her down? That shit don't make sense. And then to tell her that, like, and I know I said a little bit of a version of it earlier, to tell her she's dumb for staying. Like, I pray for her because I don't think that this man cares about anybody really but himself. But if that's what she chooses to do, can't nobody tell her how to how to live her life. And that's where she wants to be. That's where she wants to be. And she that was what she was saying in her part of the video was, I took my time. I wasn't here for a little bit. Y'all are coming in on the the end of this situation. Um, I'm I'm where I want to be. But also you have to know if you're gonna put this shit out there for the world to see and you're gonna talk about it out in on the interwebs, people are gonna have opinions. So yeah. that's also another way to look at it, I guess. But also that should just kill me because I was like the hypocrisy of, well, maybe you should glam up a little bit, but it's the glam women that aren't wifey material. And then the ones that I saw online that were talking the most shit are the ones that don't live a lifestyle like that. Like the other girls that I know and the other women that I know that, um, I don't know, are usually part of this other situation where the ones trying to build her up and it's the ones that are probably more on her level that we're trying to tear her down. I don't know. 
it was just too much. And like I said, I was extra hot about it <laughs> then. Because like watching the videos is infuriating. Save yourself. You don't need to watch it. It's not worth it. I just needed to know what was going on because people kept making fucking memes. And I was confused. And I was like, why are we talking about bonnets? What happened? <laughs> and then I finally figured it out. And it wasn't even a bonnet in the end. What she says in the live video, she goes, and this is a, a knitted cap, first of all. It's not a bonnet. <laughs> I was like, are we really arguing about this? Damn. <laughs> well, you know, good good luck to them and whatever they do in uh, their fucking marriage. Uh, if I just want this man, if he continues this, to practice what he preaches. Uh, that's anybody who does anything and is down. You know, you, you can't sit here and be a fitness group guru and be all on the internet you know, acting as if you're working out every day and committing yourself to something, but you're getting liposuction like every <laughs> three months. Like you're, you're doing nothing but becoming a liar and, you know, capping for the internet. And we're, we're not like, here for it. It's like this scene in Legally Blonde. I'm sure you have absolutely no idea. <laughs> but no. <laughs> the main character that supposedly killed her husband, her alibi, she can't tell anybody because she's a fitness guru. And she was getting liposuction when the murder happened. So she refuses to tell her alibi, but she tells Elle because they're fraternity or sorority sisters. And then <laughs> Elle doesn't tell anyone based on the they're sworn to secrecy because they're sisters. But it's a really good alibi. <laughs> All right. That was a little white folks section. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm lost in the sauce. Uh, Brooke Wyndham was just as much full of shit, but happy people just don't shoot their husbands. That was another <laughs> blip of the white folks section. I am totally confused. All right, y'all. Uh, there's one more thing that I, I have to talk about. Uh, and then we can, we can go and get out the pain. We can, we can see, see and talk to y'all next week. Uh, HBO is changing the movie game, fam. <laughs> Forever. I, I think they have started something that's going to be the new wave and the new way we watch TV. Uh, since COVID started, uh, of course, America, the world shut down for a few months. Uh, and with that, one of you know the biggest industries, the movie industry, shut down too. It's kind of hard to get that shit up and rolling again. So what HBO decided to do, who is, uh, you know, under um, Warner Brothers, uh, and there's a few other movie studios that are, you know, that work with HBO and Warner Brothers, uh, they decided to just start releasing their movies on their streaming platform, right? And these ain't no Netflix, you know, mid-budget movies. These are fucking blockbusters that HBO decided to just give us two weeks uh, to watch first on their platform and then they uh, leave them in the movie theaters, the ones that are open across the uh, nation. Uh, and the rollout was just fucking, it's, it's, it's perfect <laughs> what the fuck they're doing because you don't understand and see all the movies that Warner Brother makes until it's time. And it's fucking my favorite time of the season uh, especially for movies in summers because it's fucking blockbuster time. And that's where all the favorite franchises, all the Avengers movies, uh, all of the whatever franchise you like is going to come out in the summer. 
that's when everybody's free and uh, able to watch movies. And that's one of my favorite things to do anyways is go to the movie theater. Uh, so just to see like uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, uh, the DC uh, Zack Snyder release, the Space Jam is coming out on HBO, Mortal Kombat is coming out. It's in a list of other like crazy movies that you would expect and anticipate to, you know, go to the movies on a weekend or weekday to go see. Now you can just watch them from, you know, the comfortability of your seat. Now, I think what's happening, because I, I can just see the the subtle things that's going on, like Paramount is com- coming out with their streaming platform, right? And they're over Viacom and all these other networks. So they're Nickelodeon. Uh, they're, you know, giving us exclusive content with Paramount. What if they just start releasing their movies on the Paramount network? What if... Uh, I, I can't even think of another uh, uh, production company. I mean, it's what, what Disney's if, been doing. Yeah, this is what Disney's been doing. Uh, any any movie, it, but they're they're saving some for the big screen still. Like uh, Black Widow, they're still going to uh, release in the theaters and not on HBO. Yeah, because so this, uh, this last animated was a fail. But, uh, the Soul Raya, the Last Dragon. Soul didn't um, really do numbers the numbers they wanted it to do either, but Ride of the Last Dragon was supposed to be the next like big like I don't know Disney monster that it usually is, and it just mm-hmm. didn't do the numbers they were expecting. Yeah, probably because children aren't gonna sit down in their own home to watch a movie like they would if they actually go to the theater. Uh so it may not work all the way like I want it to, because kids probably don't find the the convenience that adults do to just watch what the fuck they want to watch without having to go out of the house and get all the kids together and pay for movies and popcorn and da 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 Even though I find it fun, other people may not just may look at it as a chore. But uh, I'm I'm here for what HBO is doing. I really 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 want everybody to see what they what's been done. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla just broke the record for uh, the we can release streaming. I think they made fifty eight million the first week, uh, and the movie's y'all worth. I worth actually watched. A, I actually watched a comic book movie because of this whole situation. He made me watch the. Well, I watched the end of what was what what was it? Zack Snyder's uh, uh, Dawn of Justice League. Yeah, I don't know what was happening. I don't know what the hell was going on, but I saw it. I saw the yeah. end of it. Well, I, I, it was so much hype around that movie that I had to watch it. I'm really not a DC fan, but I had to tune in and watch the four-hour-long. You heard me right. Four hours worth of movie. Uh, me and Texa watched yeah. and Jordan came in on the tail end of. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, have made it cool. four hours. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of tuning in and out. Uh, me and Texa had to reconvene and intertwine some things that I may have watched and she missed and vice versa because it was too much. But it, it was still cool. Uh I can't wait for Space Jam. It's coming out uh, in a few weeks. I thought the movie was going to just be a sequel. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be a sequel whatsoever. So that's great that LeBron isn't just trying to walk behind Jordan's footsteps. He still kind of is because he's making Space Jam, but uh, it's his own thing and thought process. And I'm here for it. And Mortal Kombat, my nigga, who don't want to see people just fuck each other up? It, I, um... they're, they're genius. I was suspicious of Space Jam because that was literally one of my favorite movies. Like my seventh birthday party was a Lola Bunny in her Space Jam uniform birthday party. 
And the trailer made me a little bit excited for it. And I've had the song, the theme song stuck in my head all week. <laughs> yeah. It, it shit, I'm tapping it right here in, in my foot on my foot. So And I've been um something that I have <laughs> um I'm gonna say advertised for. Something that I have been campaigning for for a really long time, and we I've literally said this like three times over the last 48 hours, is um, Jock Jams will be moved to iTunes. There is no Jock Jams on iTunes. And the only way I know it exists is um, in CD form in my dad's man cave. So I need somebody to get on that because <laughs> those bring back major memories. And the Space Jam theme song, I don't think it's on a Jock Jam, but it's the same exact flavor of the warm-up music from the mid to late 90s that I miss so much. Like, I wish I could have gone in the clubs at that time with that kind of music. I don't know how to explain the, like, the way they mix things was different. Shut the fuck up. I hate this face. <laughs> and do what? What the fuck you gonna do with that music? That music was you so tight. You can't dance? They You're didn't supposed to be work. doing layup lines. They... <laughs> what the fuck? You want to do layup lines in the club? They weren't playing that shit in the club. <laughs> You're supposed to be doing three sets of ten. Two lines. <laughs> what the fuck you be doing? The club. I just you love... Was cleaning up. I love... Other things you <laughs> that, like, electronic, like, heavy bass, like, synthetic voices. Like, I just love that shit. It gets me hyped in every level. Yeah, because you're used to being excited because you're going to see some people dunk or see somebody do an athletic feat that you can't do yourself. That's why you like it. Not the fact that it was just lit like that. I, You don't know that? All they, they didn't twerk back then. They used to bounce. It was the titty bounce back then. And then your booty would bounce a little bit. That's white folks shit. They've been twerking since Uncle Luke and that was in the early 90s. <laughs> and it was really twerking before that. But Uncle Luke, you know, he made that shit crack it. Sophomore. Um. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm excited. And I'm a, if nothing else, I'm gonna find all the songs from Jock Jams and make my own Jock Jams playlist. There's like 18. There, there were Jock Jams was the first. Now that's what I call music. You might be the only person <laughs> that that's requesting this. If you Google it, Google gonna be like. What? <laughs> no, it that's a fact. Did you mean I've tried. Jock I've tried multiple times. <laughs> Did you mean jock itch? They're gonna say I, everything but jock jam. I promise if I put that shit on right now, folks will be hype. They'd be like, no. oh shit, let me <laughs> someone get a ball out. Let me take my shit off. <laughs> exactly. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> Who got ups? This was going to be the first question <laughs> You the nerve. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. The first. Now that's what I call music. Now that's what I call 1998. What a year. What a year. <laughs> I was just telling somebody that the other day that I think 1999 was one of my favorite years. This girl I work with was born in 1999, and now I'm fully that old ass wash coworker going, damn, 99 was a good year. <laughs> it was a good year. All right, Jordan. Wrap us up, bro. 
This week, we want you to remember, if you're out here believing that telling others how to live makes you a superior human, your simulation admin will keep you trapped in purgatory until you learn your motherfucking lesson. Exactly. I might be over your simulation, motherfucker. Do you want that? <laughs> Did you ever think about that? I'll be really mad when you find out little Nas X is over there twirling his lace front hairs, playing yeah. with the buttons. And by buttons, we mean your booty hole. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> Uh, anyways, man, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're we're gonna we're we're back in business. Uh, you know, I'm I'm getting tired of saying that. So, you know, just don't believe us. Just watch, motherfuckers. Uh, and, and anyways, whatever you do out here in these streets, just don't be the next meme. Holla, deuces. <laughs>